Welcome to the Balanced Approach podcast. I'm Amy and together we'll be talking through tips, topics and strategies around nutrition, exercise and our overall well-being so we can all have a healthier, more balanced approach to our lifestyles. Hello, hello. So in today's episode, I really wanted to address five nutrition mistakes that most people make when they're dieting. So if you have tapped on this episode, then the chances are that you have either tried to slim down and lose weight in the past or you're currently going through a weight loss journey right now. So I hope that these five points will be helpful for you to kind of gain a bit of an overview about where you might be making mistakes for your nutrition and your diet overall and therefore your results. And I think you'll find some of these actually quite surprising. So one of the very first things that people do when they're dieting is they cut their calories down way too much. So if you've ever gone onto Google and you have searched for like a calorie calculator, for example, the chances are it has dished out something like 12 to 1600 calories a day for the average woman to be able to lose sort of a couple of pounds a week. Um, usually though, a lot of people will put in a day a little bit earlier thinking, well, if I stick to it perfectly and I stick to my workouts and my diet perfectly, then I will be able to lose at least like a few pounds a week and just get to my goal a lot quicker. And therefore I will be a lot happier once I've reached my goal weight. And that is just not true. Now, I don't want to burst your, you know, dream bubble or anything, because I have been there. I have been calculating it to a T. Well, if I really cut down on my calories, then I'll be able to lose like nine pounds in a week and stupid numbers that now I realize are just is not fat loss. That's yes, you might get initial weight loss, like water weight loss. Um, it might be things where you've gone to the toilet that you've just lost weight, or you might have just come off your period. And it's just not real long term sustainable fat loss, which is what we really want. Now, when we cut our calories down way too much and we start restricting our food and our day-to-day diet, it's just going to make us so miserable. Not only can it cause binge eating, it creates like a disordered eating and approach to our food. So when we restrict and in our head, we've got everything that we need to take out of our diets and we can't, you know, we use language like we can't have that and we mustn't have that and that's not allowed and that's a sin. It basically makes us almost want it more if that makes sense because you know it's that classic phrase of don't touch the wet paint suddenly everybody wants to touch the wet paint it's making us focus on everything that we shouldn't have which just naturally makes us want it more not only that physically having really low calorie diets is either going to be one or two things either you're having things like lettuce leaves cucumber and tomato every day or you're having really low calorie ultra processed foods. You're either having low calorie chocolate bars for like breakfast even, or like a bowl of Cheerios, but having a really small portion to try and keep them down really, really low. And it is just going to make you feel so hungry and you're just not going to feel very optimized for your health. It's also important to note that if your calories are far too low, your appetite is just going to shoot up. So when an energy deficit is created through food restriction alone, then your body produces strong compensatory responses that include things like your increased appetite, um, you've got increased food intake, where you like binging, and even your hunger hormone, ghrelin, it will literally be increased. 
Now, this is just setting you up to fail, basically, with your weight loss goal. It is going to make you feel miserable. You are not going to feel full on a day-to-day level, but also all of those things that happen in your body are just going to make you feel even worse. Now, one of the things I would suggest you do is really take a look at how much you're eating, because if you have put in your body weight and your height through like MyFitnessPal, for example, and it has dished you out a 1200 calorie allowance for the day every day, then that is not enough. That is literally the amount that an average toddler should have, not a fully grown woman who is active, who is trying to be more active to lose weight and somebody who wants to keep their hormonal health in check, have their periods and just generally have all round health. Now, another common mistake that people make when they're dieting with their nutrition is they don't eat enough variety of foods. A lot of people will stick to what they know. They will stick to the same breakfast because it's just easier to have like a portion that they weigh out of cereal every single day or they have like a go-to snack um, throughout the morning or the afternoon. And usually people have their favorite lunches as well. But if you kind of zoom out of that and you thought about your diet day to day, week on week, month by month, you might realize that you're literally eating the same foods every single day. And then is it any wonder why you're not feeling very energized, you're not feeling very confident, your skin's not glowing, you are not feeling like your health is really optimized? It's because you're focusing too much on the calories and not enough on the vitamins and minerals that you can get from a wide variety of foods. And let's also not forget that when you have a huge range, you're getting so many more flavors and textures and different meals that you can test out and really build that skill in the kitchen. Whether you like cooking or not, the confidence comes from your ability to be able to cook a heap of different dinners, breakfast, lunches. And even when you're hosting like people coming around, like it just makes your life so much more enjoyable if you're really confident in the kitchen and you can really look after yourself with your food. Now, a really good way to make sure that you're getting so many more vitamins and minerals into your diet is to just look at seasonal fruits and vegetables. So, for example, in the autumn, there's so many orange foods that come out like pumpkins, sweet potatoes, carrots. Like there's just a plethora of different vegetables and fruits, especially that you can really include in your diet. And even things like red lentils in soups and things like that, which are a lot easier to make than you might realize. And when you start feeding your body this wide variety of nutrients, you're going to feel amazing. Honestly, one of the things I really noticed about my own weight loss journey when I started adding in foods and enriching my diet was like somebody had taken some sort of veil off of my energy levels and my body or whatever like I suddenly thought bloody hell like I'm actually alive I didn't realize how limited my life was before in terms of how I felt I felt like I had always been sluggish and I thought that was the normal level that I was always going to be at and it was only when I started incorporating other foods and really moving my body in a gentle way in a place of like kindness that I literally felt like a world of difference When you switch everything about your weight loss from a place of what has always been restriction into a place of what you can enrich and add in, it is such a game changer. So that kind of leads me on to my third most common nutrition mistake that people make, which is they tend to remove the foods that they absolutely love, like pizza, curry, chocolate, um, just anything that you just think, oh my God, I would love a big bowl of that right now. So if you're currently on a strict diet to lose weight and you've told yourself under no circumstances are you going to have any chocolate, sweets or crisps until you've reached your goal weight, 
then you need to stop right there. Because how do you think you'll do when you eat your favorite dairy milk or a jam donut? You're going to probably end up binging and overeating on those foods because you've been depriving yourself of these for so long. Now, one of the things that I love to do with my clients, and they tend to still be surprised, is actually including these as part of your weight loss journey. Including them as part of your diet plan actually really helps to make sure that you don't feel like you're missing out on things, you're still having treats, you're still enjoying the weekend and all those things that we associate when it comes to sort of Thursday, Friday onwards, and they're not falling off track. They're still staying consistent with their goals and their workout plan and their nutrition, and they're still seeing results because partly they have included these in their diet and they don't feel this fear anymore that they're removing it completely. And similarly, people do the same when it comes to eating out. They'll say no to having like brunch with friends or dinner with a partner because they have this fear around overeating on their calorie allowance and really just falling off track with their progress and not reaching their weight loss goal for the date that they want to. Now, the problem with this as well is quite similar to the previous uh, point around like removing the foods that you love. If you say no to eating out and you don't go out for drinks or even like a bag of chips or whatever, then it's going to be so much harder to reintroduce this later on in life. Food can be enjoyed and it should be enjoyed. And I think part of eating out and socializing, it's so embedded in our culture. It's everything, you know, everywhere from the build up to Christmas, even Christmas markets like food is such a massive part of that and you know it should be enjoyed and embraced and you need to kind of find a way that it can be realistic for you with what you want to achieve with your weight loss goal but also so that you don't feel like you're missing out still also as a side note I have been there where you have to keep explaining to different friends and family members about why you're not eating the foods that they're having why you're turning down a bag of chips why you're saying no to going to the pub why you're having to bring your own food that you've had to grill and strip back with the amount of calories that are in it because you're just so frightened of going outside of that. And let me tell you, if you've not done that already, it is so miserable. It is not a fun place to be. People kind of look at you almost like you're a bit crazy because you're just, you know, saying no to foods that they know that you absolutely love. And, you you know, no amount of staring at your Tupperware of salad is going to make you feel better so you might as well just enjoy it savor the flavors savor the texture really appreciate it and add it as part of your sustainable weight loss plan now this is where I'm a little bit different with my approach to weight loss with my clients because I appreciate that some people are so frightened about you know, coming off of calorie count and they think oh my god how can you go from really strict and restrictive calorie count and diets and then if they work with me, suddenly not doing that, that can be quite daunting. So I offer a couple of different approaches where they can kind of ease out of that um, and let go of the stress around calorie counting and tracking macros. But one of the biggest mistakes that people fall into is they calorie count for so long, way over a few weeks. They'll do it for months, sometimes years. And that is where there can really be some big issues there that come up. Now, generally in our bodies, we shouldn't really be in a calorie deficit for any more than like 16 weeks at the very, very most. But the problem is that when people calorie count, they tend to stick to the same foods over and over again because they know exactly how many are in there. And I know, again, from my own personal weight loss journey, I knew how many calories were in a, a small, a medium and a large banana. And like, it is so ridiculous when you kind of 
put it into a bit more of a logical thought process, which is that's a piece of fruit. It's full of potassium. It's full of goodness and nutrients. And it's just a banana. Like it doesn't really make any odds if it's an extra bite or two. But I was so hell bent on getting the calories absolutely perfect that I just couldn't sort of see past that. And, you know, again, like all of these points, it's just going to make you feel really miserable. And that is not a fun way to live. And I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that to be sustainable with your weight loss results, then the process needs to be sustainable too. Now, calorie counting can be great. Like I said, I can use it with clients in terms of them getting a bit of a bird's eye view about what they're eating. And a lot of the time it actually can shock you into realizing exactly where you need to make changes. It's very easy for us to pick at little things here and there and think that that's, you know, it won't really be a lot. It's a couple of bites. It's a little 50 calorie thing here or 150 calorie snack here, but it actually all adds up. And usually it's the things that people forget to track as well, like the oils that they're using for cooking, the butter in the mash and the milk in the mashed potato, or, you know, a couple of coffees or something like that. It's things that people miss off. So when you track all those things, it can actually be really helpful as a tool um, for the short term to basically have a little look at your diet overall. But like I said, that's just a very short term process that I would encourage you to do. I think if you're doing it for long periods of time, it's going to be a lot harder to break away from that. Not impossible, but just a lot harder. So I hope they were helpful in terms of maybe opening your eyes up a little bit to some common mistakes that people make when they're dieting. And are you doing any of those? What would you do differently now that you've maybe had a little bit of a awakening into what things you could do differently? Now, if you're following me on Instagram, you will know that my sustainable weight loss one-to-one coaching program is open, but for only a couple more days. Now, this is a 12-week program designed to get you sustainable weight loss results, building a realistic routine that is free from feeling restricted and being restricted with your diet and your workouts and finding enjoyment again in those things, finding ways to add into your diet, add into your exercise routine and make sure that you're working towards your goal in a fun and progressive way. Now I get it, I have been there where it's just not been realistic for your routine and you feel like you have to do things perfectly to get results and I'm here to tell you that you do not have to do that. You can still get results, still have flexibility around your lifestyle and build a better and healthier relationship with your food and your exercise. Now, if you're interested in finding out more, then I will drop in a link in the show notes, or you can send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at amy.lee.jackson. I also want to tell you that I have a very special early Black Friday discount of over 20% off for three months of personal direct one-to-one coaching. So if you want to grab that discount, then you need to be quick. Thank you so much for listening. Please do screenshot this or share this episode on Instagram stories and tag me in so I can see who's listening. And I will catch you in the next episode.